Look how the stars turn on Look how the stars turn on to a special edition of the Press Box in association with the unit. There has been a lot of talk about a potential link-up between the Dock FC and Hull City in recent weeks, and in particular in the last few days since Hull manager Lemur Sr. spoke publicly about the prospect last Thursday. While the deal has not yet been done and we await further news on whether it will eventually happen, there has been much debate amongst the Dock fans about whether such a link-up would be good or bad for the club. Well, with that in mind, on Saturday I caught up with Hull City supporter Ant Northgraves, a member of the award-winning To Hull and Back podcast and a director of the Hull City Supporters Trust to get his view on Ajuna Ejala's time in charge at the Tigers and what he feels he could bring to Dundalk. Here's what he had to say. First and foremost, what's been the sort of reaction in Hull? It's, it's roughly a year now since that deal went through. How, how how would the general supporters find the, the ownership? Uh, we love him. I think you'll be very hard-pressed to find a, a City fan say anything bad about him. And I think if you do manage to find someone that says anything bad about him, then they're a very pessimistic person because there's not very much that he's done wrong, if anything. Um, since he's taken over, he's been very transparent. He loves his consultation with the fans, which is something that we obviously wouldn't have with the previous owners. Um, he he wants genuinely loves the city. He, he he does a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if you've ever seen in the reports like he he's done things like he took, uh, I think it was just over 300 uh, fans on a on a five star holiday to Turkey, all expenses paid. So he he basically took a lot of city fans out on holiday for free, which is just absolutely unheard of in football. Um, he's invested heavily in the team. Um, you know, he's he's he's, he's been very open about wanting to keep his best players. He's not somebody who's going to come in and just want to sell all your biggest assets. Um, he's, he's, they've just revealed talks about trying to do a big um, sports village um, around our stadium in West Park because a lot of the area surroundings, you know, need. It's, it's been derelict for quite a long time. Well, not derelict, but overgrown and things like that where he wants to change it into like a into a, a, a multi-million pound sports village with the youth academy training in the shadow of the stadium so the youngsters training can see where they want to be playing and things like that. And, Everything he does is, is yes, obviously he's a big media personality, so he likes to be a bit loud when he's doing things through his social media and he, he likes a bit of PR, but that's basically, it, it benefits you as a club as well because his connections with what he is in Turkey and being a, like, you know, a big ter- Turkish mogul really with his um, multiple telly channels and, and presenting and things like that, they call him the Turkish Simon Cowell, but he's got a lot of good contacts and, you know, there's a lot of players that we've signed, very high caliber players like John Michael Sarri, who just won uh, the title with Fulham last season, somehow managed to convince him to sign for us when we finished 19th last season. So I'm not quite sure how he got that one over the line, but he's a very charismatic guy. And he's obviously selling these players the dream um, that we want to be in the Premier League in the next two or three years. And they're all buying into it. And like I say, all the fans love him. Like we've, we've, We feel like we've got our club back. He's got kids into the stadium for free with a paying adult and a membership. You know, so he's bridging that gap that, you know, well, the bridges that were burned under the previous owners with um, the lack of concessions and OAP tickets and things like that. Um, he, he knows exactly how to get fans back in the stadium and, and the, he just you can tell he cares. Um, you know, sometimes when you're listening to people talk, you can be like, oh, he seems a bit slimy, but no, he's, 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 he's genuinely a nice guy. 
And I, I think that's one of the fears, I suppose, the dog fans would have because previously, up until I suppose November 2021, we were under American ownership and it felt a bit absenteeism at time. It felt like they didn't get the area. Um, but you think he will, based on what you're saying, if if this deal were to go through, he would definitely engage with fans and 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 invest in the club rather than it just being simply a we're going to take your best assets and we're going to impose players on you that maybe you don't want or anything like that. And they're the fears, obviously. I'm not saying that'll happen, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, I can't see him being the kind of person that just wants Dundalk to be a kind of purchase for him to be a feeder club to us. I, I'd like to see us as being more of an affiliate. I think that'll be the, the, the plan. I think he'll obviously um, utilise the fact that Dundalk's in Ireland and, and there's obviously different transfer rules around Brexit and things like that, European players. Um, he'll he'll, he'll utilise that 100% uh, by bringing in you know, players from wherever he wants abroad, these young, exciting players. Like we've just signed that Uriel Shelley, um, Peruvian lad. Um, you know, it's, it's a possible gateway for them into the UK through Dundalk, but in that sense, it would benefit Dundalk because you are then going to be getting these really young, exciting players that are fully intended to be Hull City first-team players in the next few years. So, yes, OK, maybe in a few years they might then move on to us kind of thing. But in the short term, when you're bringing them in, I can only see it bringing success. And I don't think he's just going to sign players just to bring to us. He's not going to want to bring players to a club that's struggling. So he's going to obviously have players bringing into Dundalk to try and make them competitive because he wants he'll be wanting these players to play in uh, in a competitive sense, winning things, getting used to winning and, and, and getting through that experience. So I'd like to think that he's buying you on the, pro, on the basis that he wants to improve you as a club, your stature. Um, take you to as high as he can to win things. He's a very, very ambitious man. Um, and uh, I'm hoping that it, it's a two-way beneficial thing. Like, for example, we can send youngsters out and loan to you guys. And that would benefit you in in, in the short plus long term too. And again, and you, you probably referenced it there, but from, mm. a Hull, from a Hull fan's perspective, I presume... If if it's not the dog, he he seems he definitely seems intent to I think he's on the record of saying he'd love this sort of link up with another club. I think he he looked at another club in Ireland, I think, uh, last night on Friday. Um you think from a Hull perspective, is it something that the Hull fans would welcome in that regard? Yeah, I mean, there's probably not a lot of fans that can say safely say they know too much about Irish football. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know a lot about Irish football. But Dundalk is one of the names, if somebody says to you about Irish teams, you know full well where they're from. You know, you don't have to ask what country they're in or anything like that. Um, I, I would like to think that he's looking at probably clubs that, because he, he likes to have a fan base that's engaged. I think he, he, he in a sense, obviously, he, he wants to be loved. He wants to be the icon, obviously, but he does it with the best intentions of obviously bettering the club too. So I think he's going to be looking at teams and thinking about the fan base, seeing the area, whether or not he likes the area. Because I think a big selling point of him buying Hull was that he loved the city. He said he, he found a lot of similarities between Hull and, and, and Istanbul and, and places like that and how welcoming the people were. So it, you might probably see um, him fly into Ireland at some point just to have a walk around um, you know, the towns and cities and, and probably get a feel for the place because he, 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 he likes to have a... He wants to feel welcomed. He, he wants to see um, potential that he can then come in and help unlock. Um, so I think from, a, from, from our perspective... Um, it, it would be a case of you. You want obviously want to have a club that's that's reputable in in that area that that you know we can strike a mutual beneficial partnership with because obviously if we're going to be owned by the same guy, it's going to be a way of um, linking the two clubs. So we obviously want that to be in a way that that benefits um, both of us. We don't want to be 
the club that's going to <laughs> going to have somebody that buys you guys and then unfortunately makes you worse, which I don't think is going to be the case in this sense. And I think every City fan's excited. If you look on social media when the first reports came through, there was a slight bit of confusion as to why you'd want to do it. Um, but then when you look into it a bit deeper and then obviously seeing about the, the, the island, obviously I'm, I'm part of the UK, so it's, it's not the different rules and things like that. So it, it does give us an exciting uh, window and I think... Um, probably for friendlies and and getting fans across and all that kind of thing. It might strike a, an exciting partnership where you see a lot of City fans coming across to Ireland, hopefully, and may, might might get a few attending the games. Um, I'm, I'm quite interested to go myself now. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and I, I suppose if that happens, I suppose one of the major challenges, not just on Dock, but a lot of League of Ireland clubs faced is, is I suppose, in terms of facilities, and, and I'm sure you've, looked up the stadium or maybe you haven't but a, a quick google of Oriel Park it's not exactly um what you'd be used to if you're if you're traveling around championship venues is that something you think he would do as like has he has he invested in in infrastructure in the hull or do you think it's something that um he'd be likely to do I know you're 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 only speculating it's only an opinion it doesn't mean it's a it's a hardcore commitment but do you think is that something he'd be anxious to improve upon um, I think it's probably in his plans. Um, with us, it's harder for him to invest in our infrastructure because um, I was his council and we don't own our stadium or the land around it. Um, so I, I mentioned earlier about the fact that he wants to to develop like a multi-million pound sports village around the stadium. Um, that's going to have to go through many different hands, council, um, fan consultations, all this kind of different thing, the people of the city themselves, whether or not they'd want that to happen. So it's it's a bit harder for him to invest in us. I mean, the first thing he's going to want to probably look at doing is 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 trying to fill that stadium as much as he can. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not clued up on your attendances so far this season. Do you sell out fairly often, or is there room for? Well, there's only been one home match so far, so there was around about three and a half thousand, just under it, just at at the at the game. But that would be uh that would probably be a standard enough sort of attendance. Yeah, because he'll 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 probably reduce ticket prices. He likes to get fans in the stadium. He'll he'll bring the prices down, and then he'll from that point, then he can see obviously the potential of that club, and and if it's worth investing, he probably will find. Um, I mean, he's he's got like I say, he's got contacts. He's clued up. He knows what he's doing. He'll he'll have a look into the agreements around the stadium and whether or not he can improve it, or like you say, whether or not it's worth improving and and get a feel from the people themselves. Because like I say, he's not someone who's just going to make a decision and say, right, that's that's what I'm doing. He he wants to know that what he's doing is 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 wanted. So um, he'll probably get a feel from the fans themselves. He'll talk to fan groups. He'll do he'll organise meetings. Like we've got five fan rep, uh, regular fan rep meetings now. So he's elected. Um, one person from each stand to go to meetings and, and obviously they listen to um he intends to attend himself but he doesn't always he gets um the director of football too sometimes when we but he flies everywhere so he's very busy um but the important thing is is that he does it obviously like i say with the fans and the people of of, of the local area in, in mind which obviously as a fan of a football club is is to me the forefront of, of anybody that owns your football club you need to make sure that Every decision they make is based on whether or not he he uh, whether or not the people themselves want it to happen rather than just him. Um, and I do think that obviously, like I say, if 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 the fans of Dundalk, say for example, this did go through, wanted something, he would do his utmost best to try and do that. He's that kind of guy. Uh, and obviously, I mean, he's only been with us for a year, so it might just all be smoke and mirrors for now. But I'm going to talk about what I know full well from what we've seen from him so far. And, and I can confidently say that he's a, he's, a, he's a good man and he's a football man, which is most important. He loves the sport, so he's not going to do anything, I don't think, to to try and, and, and hamper his love for the, for the sport on that side. 
Well, I think that'll put a lot of fans' minds at ease because um, I suppose like at every level, you see teams, even Premier League in England, um, and they, they feel like they don't have a voice to fans. So the very fact mm. that he's willing to engage, um, certainly with Hull, and you'd like to think that would naturally develop onto Dundalk if the deal went through that, you know, that at least your your thoughts have been heard. Obviously, you can't do everything fans want, but um, at yeah. least when, when your opinions and, and, and all that are being heard, I think it's very welcome. Yeah. I mean, is it, like, like I say, it's, owners can be so, especially nowadays, and you see clubs that, that you know, are protesting against their owners and things aren't going well on the pitch, things aren't going well off the pitch. You know, teams like Coventry had to play in, in different cities um, because they lost, you know, the, the ability to actually play in the CBS arena, things like that. And you, you hate seeing clubs go through that kind of thing. We've been through it many times. Um, I, I assume Dundalk will have been through it too. It's you want to make sure that the guy that that is running things is doing it for the best intentions, looking to progress, show ambition, and at the forefront of it, make sure that every every decision they make is with the fans at the front, uh, in mind. And he does that, and he he likes to he, he loves his his talking to fans. Um, I think there was a time he's even nipped round to um a Hull City supporter's house and just had a had a drink in their back garden because he had a Turkish flag in his name or a Turkish flag up on his house or something. So he's, he's like I say, he likes to do things through the media. He does like a bit of PR, but uh, that's that's that helps build the profile of the club through him. He doesn't do it for self-indulgent purposes. He does it to to represent the club that, that obviously he's, he's doing. Um, and yeah, I mean, if I was a Dundalk fan, I, I, you know, you, you'd look at, what he's been doing, maybe have a quick Google of him and maybe put all City after it as well so you just get the City-related things and, and just have a look at some of the things he's done. You know, he spent, he signed 20-odd players this season for us. Um, You know, some have been hit and miss. That's a transfer window, into You're not yeah. going to get them all right. Um, But like I say, but every every bit of uh, dialogue we have from him, every, every communication we have from him, he's showing ambition. He's bringing fans back. He wants to go here. He wants to go there. He wants to do this. And then he backs it up, which is the most important thing. It's not just him saying it to keep us on side. He, he backs it up instantly. And um, my, my my words to you would just be try if If he does obviously buy you, be excited because he's he's, he's, he's a top, top man. And he's, he's really revitalised the entire city, not just the football club. Look out the stars turn on. Look out the stars turn on. Yeah.